What is going on out there, lacrosse fans and sports bettors alike? Man, I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling ready after two weeks off. And I don't know who's more excited about being back or uh, who's more excited about having the two weeks off as, uh, you know, our guy Hutton, our guy Doug. They didn't have to listen to me scream in their face for, you know, a couple hours as uh, our pre-show meetings, our post-show meetings go. But we are pumped up. We are excited for another edition here of Bet on Lacrosse, the eighth edition of the show. And it's going to be the first that's featuring a special guest. Sorry, Hutton, even though you're the producer, you're, you're not that special of a guest. I'm, D- I'm Dan Alexander at Newbie Talks, and with me, as always, my co-host, with the co-most, it's Dougie Fresh, Doug Greenberg. Get him on Twitter, at Doug Greenberg. Doug, man, reunited, and it feels so good. How we doing, my man? Finally, bro. Um, dude, it has felt like forever since we talked. I... I know it's only been two weeks. Well, wait, we talked last week or whatever it was. We had an all-star break episode. We haven't seen live lacrosse, like, you know, actual meaningful PLL games in so long. I, I'm just raring to go, bro. I, I need to get back into the swing of things with this. I'm very excited, man. Well, and the great thing is, is we're both coming off a terrific week. Sure, it was two weeks ago, but still... I'm still strutting a little bit after our week last week where we sweep, we go perfect on the podcast. Super excited for it. Also producing the show. Yes. Peacocking. Exactly. Peacocking on Peacock. You can't can't go wrong. Beautiful cross promotion. That's Doug Greenberg right there. Producing the show as always with us, Hutton Jackson. Hutton, two weeks off, man. I bet you're ready and raring to go. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm ready to go. I'm happy to be back. It does feel like longer. It feels like ages, and you know, and we got our first guest on today, Justin. So I'm excited about that. You know, that means I get to talk a little bit less and people get to listen to me a little bit less, which probably everyone's happy about. So. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that consummate professional setting me up as always. And we're super excited to welcome in the first guest in bet on lacrosse history And what a better way to do it than with the business writer for front office sports, a friend of the pod here, an all around good dude, Justin Byers joins the show. Justin, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to join you folks here this evening. I've been a big fan of lacrosse playground, a bigger fan of bet on lacrosse as you guys have been kicking this thing off this season. It's great to see lacrosse and betting have that marriage and you guys creating the platform. Well, you know, seeing what you're doing on Twitter, you ain't doing too bad either in the uh, in the betting realm. So I'm glad that you're here with us. And man, just uh, introduce yourself to the listeners a little bit. How'd you uh, come around to lacrosse? Did you play it? Did you come to it later in life? Uh, what, what's your kind of connection with lacrosse that, you know, kind of led you to uh, finding your way here on to bet on lacrosse? Yeah, picked up a stick for the first time in middle school, had an old football coach hand me a stick. And ever since then, I've been in love with the game. Had the uh, pleasure to play at Emmanuel College in Boston for Brendan McWilliams. We were able to make it to two NCAA tournaments. Unfortunately, lost to the champions, Tufts, but we had a great run. And ever since then, I've been trying to find a way to stay engaged with the game. And this is a, a perfect opportunity to do so. That is just awesome, man. Love it. You played it at the higher level as well. So you know uh, the toughness that goes into it. You know, you can kind of relate to the athletes a little bit more when you do play it at a a higher level, be it D3, D1, whatever it be. That's awesome. So you play football too. What position were you in football? Were you in the trenches, my man? You already know. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it, man. I I too, former lineman turned lacrosse player. So uh, I'm right there with you, man. I love that. Uh, Doug, you actually, with front office sports and what you do with the rundown, you and and Justin get to work closely together. So, uh, you know, you you have anything for him as we have him on the show here today? Yeah, I mean – you know, he already got the full experience uh, in our pre-show, just talking, you know, shooting the shit about whatever. Pre-show, um, yeah. Pre-show ranting, but <laughs> but Justin pointed out we've actually he and I, you know, I, a little behind the scenes, a little pull back the curtain. I've actually consulted with Justin on a couple of picks for the rundown before, mostly uh, UFC. We got another UFC event coming up in an, uh, a couple weeks, so we'll be talking about that as well. Um, but yeah, we we spend most of that time. We talk about UFC for like 10 minutes and then we talk about just whatever for an hour. So I'm glad we, we talked about um, lacrosse before in one of our little chats, but I'm, I'm happy to have him here because, you know, dude is a consummate professional as well. 
Um, and I think we're going to get some awesome insight here. I love it. And he can join some of our agreements, some of our disagreements. That's what the show is all about. So we know how you got to lacrosse, Justin. How'd you get into betting? You know, have you always just kind of placed little side bets? You know, what 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 uh, brought you into the betting space, the betting world? Peer pressure. All my, all my buddies. That's, that's the best way. We're always um, diving in and placing bets here and there. And once it went live in Indiana, where I'm based here in Indianapolis, I was all in. That's awesome, man. Nothing better than a little peer pressure. You know, it's, no, you, you need it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. When you're winning yeah. with your friends, it's great. When you're losing with your friends, it's a little more palatable. So uh, I, I feel you on that. Uh, awesome stuff. We are here, of course, to talk about Premier Lacrosse. Can't believe there's only two weeks left in the regular season here, guys. It's just insanity. The fact that this uh, this year has just flown past. So as we get towards playoffs, um, you know, I think motivation and trying to get that playoff push is going to be a big part for uh, for our handicaps as we're uh, as we're rolling through the games this week. But you know, I'll, I'll throw it to the uh, the host of Pro Lacrosse Talk because some pretty big news in the lacrosse world came across. We record our show here, Bet on Lacrosse, every Tuesday, and uh, huge news rocking the lax world on Monday. Hutton, if people didn't hear yet, well, get out from under the rock. What are we talking about, man? Dylan Malloy has finally signed. Wow. He's on a team. He's on the Chrome. After time, we don't have to go in all the rumors, discussion floating around before then. It doesn't matter anymore because he's now in the PLL and that's all that matters. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited. And man, again, I singing the Chrome's praises a little bit recently. Now I'm really singing their their praises. Um, Again, is it going to make a huge difference? I, I don't know. We'll have to find out, but um, Dylan Malloy has signed and no disservice either to Donnie Moss, who also signed with him, played with the Chrome last year, played under coach Sudan for pl- plenty of years with the Rattlers. Um, he also signs and then Will Perry also joining the Whipsnakes. So a uh, few signings, not too many. We're approaching the trade deadline too. So we could see some movement either later this week or uh, following this weekend. But overall, I think there's not going to be too many moves that are going to affect the grand scheme of things. Uh, nothing earth shattering like Dylan Malloy, but I think earth shattering is a great way to describe Dylan Malloy because he's a former Tawarton and I think he can make a huge impact on this Chrome team. So looking forward to seeing him suit up for the Chrome. Well, we can always use one of our favorite drops here on the show. He's good. <laughs> he's good. I, I mean, that's what it comes down to. The guy can ball, the guy can play. And I, I feel like, just like you said, you know, some of the other signings, of course, Moss, you know, in the same announcement there kind of gets overshadowed, but that's just because what a terrific player Malloy is, uh, was, I can't wait to see him out there on the field. Definitely had the talent. I'll throw it to you, Justin. When you saw that announcement, uh, your thoughts, were you, were you thinking that moves markets? Were you thinking that changes your outlook on the Chrome or as the Chrome makes this playoff push, is that just one of those pieces that they maybe needed to do so? You know, when I first saw it, I thought they let a dog out the cage. Dylan Malloy is, is some, someone that brings a lot of energy to the team, and that's what, exactly what the Chrome needs. They need a piece of the puzzle that can help them string together some wins. They, um, they've had a little bit of success here and there, but as, as far as playing well in all three phases, even though Dylan's on the offensive side, I think it'll help the team as a whole. Doug, any thoughts? I mean, Hutton touched on it. Uh, great take there by Justin. Anything else that you have to add other than probably just sharing the excitement with me that, oh my goodness, we get to add to this insane talent pool that's already on the field in Premier Lacrosse? Pretty much, man. Uh, it's, you know, it's the league just keeps getting better. They keep fi- they keep finding all the nooks and crannies and digging out little bits of talent here and there. Um, and we we got a really exciting one. I know uh, Lax Twitter was very excited about this one. So, um, you know, uh, I, I join, I join them in the enthusiasm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And speaking of nooks and crannies, why don't we start getting into it guys? Let's get into the nooks and crannies. Let's get into the weeds and Segway. talk some, some, uh, premier lacrosse betting as we have week six of the premier lacrosse league heading to Colorado this weekend a lot of late night games which I'm kind of excited for I'm kind of a night owl as it is so uh, I'm excited we get you know a 10 o'clock game a nine o'clock Friday game so let's get right into it as um, you know you want to hear the ATS rankings we'll sprinkle them in here and then but you can go back listen to the last episode when we updated you on our official against the spread rankings here so getting right into it 9 p.m. 
Eastern time Friday. We have the four and two Atlas as a one and a half point favorite against the two and four Chrome 24 and a half. The total under a bit juiced on that one. We were just talking Dylan Malloy. You can't talk about this game without kind of trying to figure out, you know, how does that signing affect how you look at this game? And I'll ask you that first, Doug. And with the Atlas as a one and a half point favorite favorites again, covering five straight weeks or the Atlas your thoughts as you're attacking this game as we get back into the flow. Yeah, uh, this is a really cool, interesting matchup to start off this week uh, after the All-Star break um, because it's kind of felt like all season we've been waiting for for Chrome to sort of show us, show us everything that they have, you know, maybe a little lacking at this point. And obviously Atlas have been, in my view, the kind of surprise of the season. Um, but I don't know, uh, Chrome, Chrome shows up to play. They, especially, um, if you go back and look at the, the, you know, Chrome, obviously with Chrome and Atlas playing this week, um, this is their double week and Chrome showed up big time, uh, on the first half of their double week in week four against archers. They won a, you know, very tight eight, seven game. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to play it defensive again, um, against this really high powered Atlas offense, um, which is why I, I kind of understand why the, uh, 24 and a half is, um, is getting the juice here. So I think they're going to be ready to show out here. Um, I think they're coming out of the, the all-star break, pretty motivated. Um, I, I would be looking at them plus one and a half as the underdogs here. Yeah, I'm looking the same way in this one. Um, you know, I, I think it just adds a little level of intrigue with Malloy joining Chrome. However, I think this team was already going to be up, was already going to be ready. Whereas with Atlas, I don't know if there's that same motivation as you're sitting there with, you know, four wins in your pocket as opposed to the two wins that Chrome has. Now, um, worth mentioning before we throw it over to Justin, the Chrome, they have yet to cover any spread that isn't plus two and a half. They haven't covered his one and a half point dogs. They haven't covered his favorites. They've had all those different opportunities. Interestingly enough, both of their wins straight up and against the spread came when they were two and a half point dogs. We see no two and a half point dogs this week, which is no surprise. I don't think really any of the matchups this week warranted that, but we'll get into that as we run down here. The Chrome one and a half point underdogs. That's where Doug and I are looking. Justin, are you breaking the tie? Are you going to, uh, are you you breaking out and uh, you're going to be booking us on this one or where are you looking? I'm joining you two. I have the Chrome plus one and a half as well. I think this is going to be a tight squeeze even though the Atlas may be the the hottest team in the league right now, I just think that long layoff added with Dylan coming to the squad, you take a little bit of pressure off of Jackson Morrill. I think it's a, a perfect recipe for a big win for the Chrome potentially, but I'm going to sit there and take the plus one and a half. Yeah, I think even if Atlas can get out of there with a win, you could be looking at a game that comes down to the wire and getting that extra half point, that one and a half points, I think is worth the look there. Also, first opportunity for me here, based in Pennsylvania, to be betting on some player props. Some other shops have had them, and uh, player props posted already on DraftKings Sportsbook. One that I just have to play. You know I love the guy, Jake Carraway. His number is sitting at two goals. I figure, you know, Either I push on that or I get a Caraway hat trick to have a fun Friday night. It's plus 120. So Jake Caraway over two goals was another look that I had in this game. And if uh, as we go along, guys, if you have any player props to throw in there, now that they're getting more widely available, please be my guest and throw them in there. But Jake Caraway plus 120 over two goals. You know we love Caraway on the pod, Dougie. Oh yeah. He was, he was one of our, uh, he was one of our favorites um, during the college season. Um, I'm just looking at this one just for the vibes. Mostly Um, we're looking at Colin Heacock over two and a half. Cause we know Heacock on Peacock, right? He's a big primetime guy, man. He loves to show out taking him for goals might be a little bit egregious, but if you're looking at points, we're looking at two and a half at plus money plus plus one twenty. I mean, dude has shown out time and time again. Um, I guess we'll have to just see uh, in that matchup, but and like I said, I have done no research on this. I just looked at this like a second ago. Um, I'm not. I'm going to be fully transparent here. But Heacock on Peacock, man, it's a real thing. We've seen it before. Um, most of these games are are going to have a big Peacock presence because of something called the Olympics, um, I guess. But 
Um, you know, just as a, with a cursory glance, that one's kind of fun. Uh, if you're looking for a little plus money. I think points are probably going to be the better way to attack player props. Currently what we have in Pennsylvania is just goals. So okay. hopefully we have the assist ones, maybe on game day. Um, you know, you don't want to leave up those lines uh, for all week long. I completely understand that on the sports book side of things when they're trying to break into a new sport. I like the uh, the points look there. And I think if I could get Jake Carraway at more like an over three or three and a half points, that would be a much more advantageous look than looking for Carraway to score two goals or more. But, you know, he's my boy. I got to roll with him on Friday night. We move to Saturday. And Saturday, 7-15, we have the four and two Redwoods as one and a half point favorites. Don't fall out of your chair, folks. The Archers are underdogs. I mean, they've lost three straight games, but this is a team that was really just seeming like they were going to cruise to a championship this year. Since that point, they've dropped three, and they're in their first underdog spot. So Saturday's first game, Redwoods one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Archers. The total in this one seems a little low to me because the archers were a team who they were basically told, yeah, you can hit 20 on your own early in this season. Now we're looking at a 23 and a half point total. Doug, I'll give you first crack on this one again, man. How can you not look at archers as dogs, right? Like plus one and a half, especially against Redwoods, man. We, you know, I, they've definitely been a little like Redwoods looked a little bit better um, before the all-star break uh, getting that 13 to seven win over whip snakes you know, getting another three point win over water dogs the week before that. So yeah, like they definitely turn, like started to turn things around a little bit before the all-star break, but, and, and this will, I might come back to this a little bit later as well, but I'm kind of looking at this week, sort of like a, like almost like a week one renewed, like, I know it's not, but we did have a two week break, um, you know, and that's, and that's a long time for a lot of these players. I think there's been a lot going on in those last two weeks. People have short attention spans, that kind of thing. Um, so I think that I'm kind of looking at this as a big reset and I wouldn't be surprised if Redwoods come out a little flat here. Um, so, I mean, and, and, and I think by contrast, you know, the archers were the best team in the league for the first, like, you know, few weeks of the season. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see archers come out real strong here. Plus one and a half. I mean, at minus one seventy, that's just real, real hard. Um, I, at that point, I'd probably just be looking at them on the money line, um, at minus one ten, but Clearly on the spread, I'd be looking at archers plus one and a half. And if I was going to actually bet this, which I'm not sure yet, but if I was to actually bet this, I'm probably looking at archers minus 110. Yeah. And the thing is, is I, I'm kind of like you, like I'm one of those betters that doesn't want to be laying juice. Like there's tone, there's totally so many different betting strategies that you can employ. Some people like taking those heavy favorites and, you know, laying a lot to win a little that's just not the way that I bet. That's not the way that it works for my bankroll personally. So I try and really cap it at around, you know, minus 150 is like, is like the most that I'll lay in, in most spots. And even that's a little bit too high. I try and stay around that 125, 135 range. However, in this, I don't know. I might be willing to pay that premium. You get the archers in a bounce back spot after three straight losses against the spread and straight up. I think Archer's one and a half is definitely the look for me. I just have to figure out how I can work. I have to move some numbers around to see if I can lay that 170 just because that is a huge juice to lay. The 110 on the money line, definitely worth a look, but I just love it when you can get some of those, um, I call them insurance. You know, you, you get to be getting some of those points, um, you know, in case the Redwoods are for real, you know, but the Redwoods are a team who we talked about having trouble covering the spread. So this could be a perfect situation for a sp spread play. But as we say all the time, the bookmakers know what they're doing. Damn good line there of anybody who would want to pull off the rubber band at the archers, getting the one and a half, maybe pump the brakes there a little bit. Hutton, any thought on this game for you? Uh, we're going to save Justin's thoughts because we have a little special treat for folks before we run for our break coming up here in just a little bit, maybe even some special best bet and EMO opportunities from our guy justin any thoughts on this game hutton yeah we have a line change oh a line Ooh, change line mid episode change. mid episode line change the redwoods are now plus one and a half the archers are minus one and a half so the archers i think opened plus one and a half at really? minus 170 really and now that line is flipped that i'm looking at right now so we're recording on a tuesday night so 
Interesting. Now we got a little switcheroo. You guys can give your thoughts. That is intriguing. With DraftKings, with a national sports book like DraftKings, perfect example is there's some people who are up in the New Hampshire area that are betting on DraftKings that have completely different lines from me. I, I do a show weekly where I do a Wednesday hit with a guy up there up north, and uh, he'll be pulling up the live odds on the screen, and there are things that I never have. So it can vary from state to state because uh, I, too, here in Pennsylvania, uh, I still have the Archers plus one and a half. So you in New Jersey, Hutton, I don't, maybe that means somebody in New Jersey just put a couple grand on on, on the archers. I, I mean, yeah, it's possible. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at it too. I'm in I'm in Illinois. I'm still seeing archers plus one and a half. But you know what? We've got like state to state, like learning how betters are leaning right now. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like just looking at the way that this line is and the way that we're being like, yeah, how could you not bet archers plus one and a half? I wouldn't be surprised if we got people laying some serious money on the archers and it's going to force the, you know, the books in every state to move it. So even if it's not moving yet, I would not be surprised to see it move soon. They got some bad guys in New Jersey. They're not messing we around. Knew that. AC baby. Counter like Tony Montana with big blue bags of the shit. That's a Wiz Khalifa reference. Boom. Uh, yeah, that's that's wild. It'll be interesting to see if it flips elsewhere. We're going to have to look into that and uh, and keep you updated. You can follow us on Twitter at BetOnLacrosse. Uh, we'll move to the next game here. As at 10 p.m. Eastern, you have the four and two Whip Snakes, one and a half point favorites against the four and three Water Dogs. I gave you first crack. So, Doug, all bat lead off here, 24 and a half the total. First things first, um, there's been some rumbles. There's been some social media posts that are just perfect teases that Michael Sowers potentially making his return this weekend. You could argue kind of making his PLL debut since he had very limited time before he was injured and, and was out after a, 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 a rough hit that he took uh, was out for um, what, you know, better part of the season here. So, potentially him making his return for the water dogs. By the time you hear this episode, it may be official. We also are kind of trying to track, you know, Matt Rambo, his wrist injury. When does he come back? Potentially he could be back on the field for the whips. So I think there's a little extra intrigue in matchup in, in this matchup, but regardless for whatever reason, guys, the water dogs only win. And for the purposes that we care about here on bet on lacrosse cover on weeks that they're playing two games, we made jokes about it two weeks ago. We were like, maybe they should just play two games. Ah, ha, ha, ha. All four of their wins straight up and against the spread came on doubleheader weekends. I don't know. I can't explain it either, guys. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, let's make our bodies more tired. Let's give us a game to look forward to. We have to prep for two different teams, two different film sessions all week long. They thrive in it. I, I don't understand it. Uh, however, with the dogs getting Sowers back, the whips potentially getting their quarterback and their MVP and Matt Rambo back, two teams with struggling goalies. I think over 24 and a half is my favorite look in this game. And I'll actually maybe have a little bit on this game a bit later in the show. So you have to stay tuned for that. So Doug, I kind of lean with the over and a little bit higher of a total. What are you thinking in this game, brother? Uh, first of all, we gotta, we gotta acknowledge that we're getting some serious look lacks after dark here. Um, very it. excited about this. Nice, nice little 10 PM Eastern start. I might, like, um, a glass of bourbon. I might put on a tuxedo. Oh, yeah. I, I'd want to do something classy. I don't know. And then late night games come around. I don't know. Yeah, man. It's going to, it's going to be sensual. Um, anyhow, <laughs> um, I, you know, I've loved water dogs all season and, and I was kind of, kind of saying to, about this. I was saying this about Chrome earlier um, that I feel like we're waiting to see like the full unearthed version of water dogs, not just the one that shows up when they have a two game weekend, which I think that might be an adrenaline thing. You were going through all these possibilities. I think it might be an adrenaline thing. Um, who knows? But anyway, uh, you know, I, I think that this team, if they're going to make the run that I think they are, which I still have the water dogs future uh, down and I'm still, I still believe in them, obviously. Um, you know, I, I think that this team could still very much make a run if they get Michael Sowers back. Um, obviously, that's huge for them. Um, you know, it's it's very it's it's an interesting one. I you know, whips whips 
have looked mortal this season. Like, I mean, obviously early on they looked great, but they've faded a lot with the injuries and everything else. And, um, you know, uh, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, Kyle Burnlor is having a little bit of an off year. Um, so, you know, this is, this is definitely an interesting spot. Um, I'd be looking at doggos plus one and a half. Um, you might be noticing a trend here and I'll allude to, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll wrap that once we get all of our picks. Cause I too, I've been writing, I've been, I've been, if the listeners have been following along, there is a bit of a trend forming with you and you may be yeah. a fan of the Baja men is, is all I'm saying is all perhaps. I'm yeah. But let's just say the doggos are very emblematic of this trend. So, but I like them plus one and a half today or this week for lax after dark. All right. So Justin, uh, sensual nature aside, tuxedos, cigars, bourbon, all that aside, uh, 10 o'clock, a great game here between the whips, the water dogs, again, whip snakes, one and a half. Where are you looking in this game, my man? I think this might be the biggest game in water dogs history. This is a, a make or break game for the, the whole franchise, the whole club. You know, if they can get over this hump against the whip snakes, even without Rambo, I think that's a big deal. I think that shows a sign of progress. I know they're they're one of the later expansion teams, but if they're able to win this one, which I think they'll be able to hang, which is why I like the plus one and a half. I think this, if you get Michael Sowers in the lineup, you get a couple possessions your way, you take care of the ball, you don't leave it up to a run and gun game with the Whip Snakes. I think the Water Dogs have a fair shot, even with Dylan Ward not having the best season. I think you can take advantage of Burnler struggling and also the Whipstakes not being completely healthy. Now, with the points that we've seen the Water Dogs put up, I mean, last weekend or, or two weekends ago was stellar. I mean, they were shooting the lights out. And as you mentioned, the struggling goalie there, um, you betting you being in this space, I know that you look at the totals as well, 24 and a half. I mean, sure, it's not a crazy low total. It's not a crazy – it's it's one of those middle-of-the-road totals where the books basically just throw up the 24-and-a-half in the PLL, and they say, bet it whichever way you want. We're going to line it 110 each way. Um, and you were just kind of breaking it down there. You know, two struggling goalies, two offenses. Um, could this game go over the 24-and-a-half, or are you staying away from the total, Justin? I do. I love betting the totals in the PLL just because you don't know what you're going to get. That's true. And, and the running clock, which I don't think a lot of people take into account, it's a huge factor. You don't get that in, at any other level of lacrosse. And the fact that there's a running clock, possessions can be skewed. I do like the over in this game. I, I, as, as you know, as we have all seen, the Whip Snakes can put up 20 goals in, any day, no matter who they, they roll out there. But like you said, so can the Water Dogs. So I think this will be a pretty high scoring affair. I like it. If, if, if there's any betters listening in New Jersey, you're going to see that total drop up to uh, 26 and a half since we're, uh, we're moving. We're not, even, we're not even live right now. We're moving lines. It's happening. Uh, Hutton, anything to add on this one before we head to Sunday's games? Yeah, one of our contributors, Brian Andrews, has been diving into the data, and he's actually you've been working on our probability engine. Um, and this game in particular I thought was interesting because you kind of look at it on paper and you think the Water Dogs would kind of be underdogs, and that's kind of what the line suggests. But he was looking at it, and he actually gives, based on the probability, um, he has the Water Dogs at a 65.7% chance of winning and the Whip Snakes at 34.3% chance. So that's based on data. He looks at goals for, goals allowed. He looks at turnovers. He looks at pretty much every statistic um, over this whole season to kind of judge his probabilities and stuff. And again, this isn't an exact science, but um, just going off the statistics, the water dogs actually have a lot better chance than probably a lot of people think on paper. So, you know, getting them at underdogs here, I think is a, is a really good look for uh, if you're really high on the water dogs. Anyone who's not watching the video feed of this has only listened to the audio. I made some serious faces while the, I'm extremely intrigued by hearing that. Cause I did not know about this information and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it seems to conform to a lot of what we were talking about. Um, 65. Wow. That's like really good. I was making some, I was making, I was, I was watching myself in the, in the screen here. I was, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And I can't ironically up into this point, you know, again, we, we have such a high, we hold the whip in such high esteem, but they are ranked last in settled defense and settled offense. Um, they're 24% in settled offense in terms of scoring and they're 35% um, in settled defense in terms of uh, allowing goals. So 
Um, that those are both the worst in the league, which is kind of interesting. Now they're really good on in transition, which isn't actually kind of what we've known the whip snakes to be that we, you know, how they've kind of been in their system, hit singles is what they like to do, you know, the past two seasons, but this third season kind of flipped the script a little bit. And I think that's a little bit due to injuries as well, but, uh, it's not necessarily the same whip snakes team that we've known, you know, the past two years. So, um, again, I personally still like the whips in this game. I just can't see coach Stagnita not getting his team ready to play after two week bye and losing a tough one to the Redwoods. But, um, that's more of a gut feeling for me and the, the numbers team, the point towards the, the water dogs in this one. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, also worth mentioning too, as we're talking about the whips looking mortal, they're two and four against the spread. So the market has held this team in high esteem as most lacrosse fans do, the reality is they're not covering spreads, you know, two and four against that number. Um, however, I feel like I'm always quoting Adam Sandler. You know, you're bringing up all those probabilities and whatnot. These are things you could have brought to my attention before the wedding or whatever the hell he says in the wedding singer, because as you were reading, that's all I just heard him screaming at, uh, at Linda at, uh, it is, uh, his was going to be wife. Yeah. And Linda, you're a bitch. Love that movie. Love that movie. All right. Uh, moving to Sunday here, two o'clock PM Eastern standard time, or I guess it's Eastern time since we're, uh, we're in I don't know. It's, it's uh, Eastern time. Chrome minus one and a half. They're taking on the chaos. Both teams two and four. Chrome will not be two and four, regardless what happens on Friday night. 22 and a half, an auspiciously low total in this one. Doug, you like to say when a total's low, it's low for a reason. I'll let you bat lead off on this game, man. Yeah, um, I don't want to tip my hand too much on the side because this one might be my best bet. But um but yeah, you know, that total is low for a reason. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, chaos still has blaze Reardon. He's, you know, maybe not having, it's hard to even tell who's having good seasons, who's having bad seasons for goalies. I feel like, um, but you know, blaze is, but blaze is fantastic. Um, I'll always believe in him. Um, and yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this one stays, stays kind of low. Um, it's one ten each side. It's the lowest total of the week. Sunday is always interesting because with the exception of the water dogs, um, teams tend to play a little bit more sluggishly um, in that second game of a two game weekend. Um, And especially Chrome, I I wouldn't be surprised to see them come out, um, you know, especially if they can get a big win, if they can get a win over Atlas, like we have alluded to that they maybe will. um, I wouldn't be surprised to fall for them to fall flat a little bit. I believe that's what happened in their first uh because they came out and got a huge win over over archers in week four um on friday night and then on sunday they actually lost to atlas 16 to 10 they kind of got killed um so that's something that i'd be looking at and it might give you a little bit of an idea of what i'm looking at for best bet but i won't go there just yet now it's also before i throw it to justin worth mentioning this is the second straight week as a favorite for chrome despite the fact that when they were a one and a half point favorite in, uh, in, I guess, two weeks ago, I keep saying last week, but it was the last action week. Uh, they had a 12 to six loss against the water dogs. Uh, it's also worth noting that both of their wins against the spread and straight up came when they were two and a half point dogs, as I was kind of mentioning earlier in the show there as well. So, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of head scratching when I see them as one and a half point favorites, but you know, chaos coming into the game two and four against the number and straight up, I guess I could kind of understand it. Justin, where are you leaning in this game? That should be a great game between two teams that really need a win. I think this might be the, the game that I lay off of personally, just because it's really hard to see who's going to pull this one off, especially with one of the teams having a double header for the weekend. But if, but if I'm going to put some action, it's really hard for me to, to bet against blaze piggybacking off of what Doug said, when it comes down to uh, what the chaos have, they have, they've got burn. They've got some pieces there that can give you some goals, but if Blaze is standing on his head, then it, it's really hard for any team in this league to pick up a win. So I'll, I'm going to lean towards the chaos, but personally might lay, lay off of this one. 
Yeah, I'm with you, actually. And all the games this week, um, you know, it's not a board that I'm in love with, but I could talk myself into a play in every single game. This is the game that I probably lean off. Um, I would like to play over in this game for a couple different factors. However, that 22 and a half just scared me, and I never want to bet an over when Reardon's in goal. So that kept me off of that. And then, you know, it's just, sure, are they going to get a boost with Dylan Malloy? You have to think so. I just don't know if there's enough that I've seen from Chrome to be wanting to lay points with them. So I, I lean the opposite way of you guys here. I lean with Chrome. It's also plus money at 110 if you're into that sort of thing. Um, but this is one that's just a, a sheer pass for me. And we'll pass right on down to 445 Eastern in the final game of the week. I can't believe that means we'll have one more week of regular season lacrosse. Kind of sad, kind of bittersweet. But, hey, if we cash our tickets, who cares how many games are left? Atlas are one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cannons. Cannons picked up a huge win last week. They now are two-and-five. Speaking of two-and-five, 25-and-a-half is the over-under. My best bet comes in this game, so uh, so nothing for me in this one. Uh, I'll throw it your way here, Doug. All right. Um, we talked about before the last – actual week of the season before the all-star break um you i believe you took cannons on the spread and the uh your emo was also i was the, all cannoned up yeah i was all cannoned up yes and i and i particularly remember that your logic there was cannons have their back against the wall if they're going to have any chance of making the playoffs they gotta they gotta win this game and sure enough that's exactly what they did and and i think that they could do it this week too um, I think that they could win this game and I, and I think they need to. Um, I already have been on record saying that I think that Lyle Thompson with a couple good weeks could still win MVP. Um, that's why I threw a little bit on him at uh, some pretty good plus odds. And, and I also, you know, I'm a big believer in any team not called water dogs uh, having a, a lame Sunday after, after playing on Friday. So it, with with that being said, I'm, I'm very much looking. I haven't played this yet, but it's definitely something I'm thinking about is playing cannons plus one and a half, only minus 110 right now. Um, and for anyone who's been following along and paying attention, I took every single dog this week. And I, like I said, I haven't necessarily bet him, but I am going dog crazy this week. It's all doggos all the time, including the water dogs as doggos. Um, so that's what that's what I'm looking at here. Uh, cannons plus one and a half. The party was hot. The party was bumping. Hoy, there you go. I got your back, Doug. I didn't have the drop on the board, but I had to do it regardless. Uh, Justin, I'm sure you're thinking, what the hell am I doing staying up 1030 to hear this dude sing Baja men to me? What's your thoughts in the Atlas Cannons game here, brother? No, I, lo- I love it. You guys give me all kinds of life. <laughs> <laughs> the Cannons need this win. It's, it's hard for me to want to put the points with the cannons, the Atlas, if the Atlas end up dropping that game on Friday, then I think they could pull out a win there on Sunday. But I, I think the cannons are rolling. They deserve this. They deserve, if anything, betting aside, just pure passion for the game and, and what this team is made out of. They, they need this win just because – um, it's it's good for the team around. It's good for the league. I don't want to see the Cannons end up being one of the worst teams in the league with that kind of a roster and it being the latest expansion team. So I'm going to lean here with the spread in favor of the Cannons. I, I really think they're going to come out and, and prove that they've got the pieces that they that they, they can pull off this win. I, I, I'm going to take the Cannons. Hutton, what does the beep boop bop uh, probability engine say on this one before I, uh, I I give any of my thoughts on the other side of the break? Do we have any uh, probability odds from uh, Danger Will Robinson or uh, or what do we got in this one? Yeah, Brian Andrews has uh, 77.2% the Atlas winning and 22.8% the Cannons winning. But again, you know, any given Sunday. It could happen. <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> and, and, and the other thing I'll say too to Justin's point, is you might want to hold off on betting this game until you see what happens on Friday night, because yeah, I, I would feel, I'd feel better about taking cannons. If Atlas, if Atlas, if Atlas wins yeah. on Friday, because then the pressure's off of them. 
Yeah. Um, if they lose on Friday to Chrome, then I'm I'm a little bit less inclined to go with Cannons because then you know Atlas is going to be more in desperation mode and Jeff Teat's going to do Jeff Teat things. So um, you know that that that's definitely something to look at uh, before you go any further with this one. I think it's a great point, and we have our break coming up, and we're also going to get a little treat. We're going to get some picks from Justin before we head on our our break, and we get your EMOs, your best bets on the other side. But I just, you know, I I get what you're saying. Um, also, it's worth noting that in Atlas's first two game set, they lost the Friday night game, they won their Sunday game. I don't think you know that that sank them out. It doesn't mean that that's going to happen or anything like that. But I just, even at four and two, sure, it may add. I just feel like if you're talking straight motivation, there's no way, even with a loss on Friday, that the Atlas will have this game more circled. They'll be more up for this game than the Cannons will be. And maybe that lets out of the bag a little bit what I'll be talking about on the other side of the break. But I just, I I think that the Cannons have the talent. I think they have the leadership. Um, You know, I'll give a little bit more of this after we step aside. But before that, as we had Justin joining us for the whole entire show, awesome stuff, man. You are welcome anytime. Terrific guest. He's got the knowledge. He's got the style. He's got the love for lacrosse. Rocking the front office sports jacket there. So since you're with us, we do a little something here. We have our, our best bets. We have our EMOs. So I'll even give you a little of the music. Uh, that's right. We got Tina queued up for you. So you don't have to hear me sing it, Justin. <laughs> Best bet for you, our first ever guest on the Bet on Lacrosse show. You got something for the folks, man? My best bet, Archers plus one and a half. And like we discussed earlier, it's juicy at minus 170. And I take a different approach to Doug when it comes to betting. I, I kind of believe if, if it hits, then you don't really have the juice. And so I – I'm going to take that juice right there and run with it. I I, I like the play. I, I think archers are going to drop that many games in a row. They've got all the pieces that you want for an offense to put up points and, and to overpower their opponent. So I love the archers plus one and a half. Professional presentation, guys. How about that? Now we got a little bit of the OJs as we get your EMO. We do a little something called the extra money opportunity. Anything on the board that's plus money, you can make a 10-team a parlay. It's not even possible, but you could do it. Uh, so anything that's plus money on the board, that's what the EMO is all about. What plus money play do you got for the folks, Justin? I've got the under 23 and a half for the Archers versus Redwoods matchup. Okay. And the reason why I like this play, I know people are alarmed because they see the Archers. The Archers can put up points. They've they've got, in my opinion, the best passer in the league and great aiming. But the Redwoods offense thrives on six versus six sets. Even though there is a shot clock, the Redwoods have relied on getting those minis shifted rolling out Perkovich, rolling out Jones, and that takes time in, in the league with a running clock. I think that's going to lead towards a, a lower scoring affair. I think the Redwoods are going to take their possession seriously. They're not going to want to cough up the ball to Archers. They're not going to want to get in a running fest with them either. So I think the game plan for that team will be to slow it down, even though there is a shot clock, get a ton of possessions through TD at the X, and just kind of work the ball around through Rob Pinnell, and just kind of play, uh, not necessarily bully ball, but more careful across. Terrific. The crowd goes wild for you, Justin. Huge thanks again, folks. He's a business writer with Front Office Sports, friend of the show, and you heard it. He's just an all-around good dude. You can find him on Twitter at Justin underscore A underscore Byers. Justin, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you. It's my pleasure. I love you, folks. I love it, man. Now get the hell out of here. We got (laughs) best bet coming up. We got our EMO coming up. Stay with us here on the Bet on the Cross podcast. Welcome on back here on Bet on Lacrosse. Dan Alexander at Newbie Talks on Twitter alongside the co-host with the co-most Doug Greenberg at Doug Greenberg on Twitter. And huge thanks again to Justin Byers, front office sports, joining the show, our first ever guest. And boys, he held his own. Hutton, what do you think? You're the producer of the show. I mean, 
he came in here. He was prepared. He was professional. He wasn't messing around, man. No, he was awesome. And I, I loved his analysis at the end about that Redwoods uh, Archers game and the numbers back him up. You know, I'm not usually a big numbers guy, but, um, you know, speaking with Joe Keegan, he sent us over some advanced stats and the numbers back him up in terms of him thinking it's going to be low scoring. The Redwoods only have scored 9% on the fast break. They are you know allergic to the fast break, but in terms of settled offense, they are the best in the league at 37%. So um, if they are to win this game um, or at least make it competitive, they're going to do it on six on six. It's not going to be in transition. So um, I think the numbers back him up on it being potentially a low scoring game and hitting that under, um, you know, I don't know if I'm going as far as to betting on it, but uh, certainly that's the style the Redwoods like to play. Yeah. Pretty cool that, you know, he just kind of watches the games, Justin, and he's seeing exactly what those next level analytics, the great guys like Joe Keegan can get out there. Cool stuff. This is why the lacrosse community lacks Twitter. If you're not on it, folks say you're, you're, you're missing out. You're also missing out. If you don't listen to bet on lacrosse, cause you do a little something at the end of the episode, you get a little twofer of our lady Tina. As Justin gave me some best bets. So we got three for the first time ever. Doug, I'll allow you to bat lead off. Best bet time. You're simply the best, man. Where are you going? So gracious. Um, I am for my bet for my best bet. I am looking at chaos, the chouse, plus one and a half. Um Ooh. minus 130 on the spread, I believe. Uh yeah. Um, that is on Sunday against Chrome. Um, I talked about it a little bit before, uh, you know, it, uh, some of it might depend on how things shake out for Chrome on Friday, but I, I like fading them on Sunday here. You know, I, I don't think that I think chaos are going to come out nice and rested. They're going to be ready to go. Um, they're at the bottom of the standings. They got a lot to prove here. Um, at the bare minimum, they're going to keep it close with Chrome. You know, I think Andy tower is going to get the boys going. I think that, you know, Blaze is going, as we talked about, I think he's going to be um, up on his best self. Um, so I really like chaos um, on this underdog week, plus one and a half, minus 130. So the game that Justin and I say, I'm not touching with a 10 foot pole. Dougie Frest as, uh, steps up and he, no, just, I can't he, he can't that help I'm it. Custom made. He's custom made. He's not going to listen. He's going best bet in that just game. My hand right in there. I love it. I love it, man. For me, my best bet this week, cannons plus one and a half. Look, it's the classic something has to give, right? The Atlas come into week six. They're covering five straight games. The cannons, they've covered every single game in which they've been an underdog. And yes, the cannons will have to dig deep to get a win against the hottest team in the PLL uh, and a team that I'm pretty high on moving forward. But regardless what happens Friday for Atlas, I just think it's a simple fact that Rabel, Thompson, and all those players of Cannons simply need this game much more than a four or a potential five-win Atlas team at this point in the season. So you know what? I made a living all this season standing in front of trains, so why not stand in front of a train that I started pushing out of the station? Give me the Cannons plus one and a half. Best bet, Douglas. That is such an awesome analogy. It just blew my mind all over <laughs> my desk here. That is unbelievable. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad that you like it. That's what I go for. If you're entertained, that's all I care about. That's all I care about. I'll keep it rolling right here for my extra money opportunity. After hearing about the beep boop bop, I'm not sure how much I love this one. But uh, my EMO this week is the Whip Snakes minus one and a half plus 105 on DraftKings. Look, before the Chrome upset the Whips, they hadn't lost in two years. And now they're going to be staring two straight losses in the face. Why I like this play is simple. Do you think that this team is going to come out flat following a six goal loss to the Redwoods? I sure don't, and I think it enough to bet it. Give me the whips minus one and a half in my EMO. And if you're going to come at me at Newbie Talks on Twitter for having a small plus money play for my EMO, where were you at when we cashed 295 last week? So that's what I had to say to any of the haters. Doug, my EMO is the whips minus one and a half. Where are you going, my man? To borrow a catchphrase from Justin Byers, who we just had on this program. I talk to him all the time. Uh, we're coworkers at FOS. Um, 
his his catchphrase that I hear him say all the time, you already know, man, it's water dogs plus 130. I'm keeping this shit thematic as hell. Um, we're going all dogs this week. And who better than the dogs of the dogs, water dogs. Uh, we're going money line here, plus 130 against the whips. Um, we are head to head against each other in this game. Um, which I think this is the first time we've ever been like truly head to head in a game, which I love it, first of all. Um, and it's funny because when I wrote this down, I didn't even connect the dots. I only connected it literally like 10 seconds ago. Um, but this is amazing. I, I think that, you know, water dogs, if they get Michael Sowers back, suddenly this offense is, un- might be like one of the better ones in the entire league. Um, you know, like I, like I've said before, I think that water dogs, have potential to be a championship team which is insane like this is their second season but obviously the parody in this league yada 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 um I, I think that they truly might show out in this in this game um it would be such a statement win if they could get it over whip snakes it puts the entire league on notice um and and mostly um my my best bet was minus 130 my emo is plus 130 i'm going all dogs this week i had chaos so we're going chaotic. We're going underdogs. We're, we're just the whole thing, man. Too many connections. It's all just too perfect. And when it's too perfect, it usually is. It doesn't even matter. Water dogs plus 130. Who cares? Oh, I love it. Head to head on the EMOs. Absolutely loving it. And because I love you so much, even when you're on the opposite side of a pick, I got a little something for you. Oh, you got it. That is a wrap for us, folks. Baja Men, sponsor the podcast. We're, we're probably the only people who know your name by just talking about the water dogs. Want to remind folks, you can check out our money line hotline. It's up and running. You can call in betting advice, you know, strut your stuff, strut like a peacock. Give us your most recent wager. Well, if you sing Tina Turner's uh, uh, better than the rest, whatever the hell the name of the song is, um, I will personally place a future for you on any team that you want. Call it and sing that song, and I will place a future for you. How about that? That's money. Free give money. Us, give us a five-star review. Get free money. Give us your thoughts on the show. And, of course, let us know if your bets hit. Check out that Moneyline hotline. As always, folks, hit that subscribe button. Share this pod. Let's grow the family and join us each and every week as we bet on lacrosse and we make some money. For Hutton Jackson, for Doug Greenberg, I'm Dan Alexander. Huge thanks to Justin Byers joining the show. Who let the dogs out? It was Doug. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. Let's make some money.